I really liked your introduction last week, so I wanted to just retweet. Did you even listen to the show? Uh, retweet it, but also I wanted people to think, wow, uh, they uh, accidentally tuned in to last week's episode. You did not. I listen every week. Do you? Well, I have to upload it. Do you listen to yourself? I upload it and I listen. Yeah, I listen to it. Oh, well, fantastic. Just want to make sure we didn't say anything dumb. <laughs> you know? uh, well, that is true every week. You've uh, you've turned into uh, tuned turn, turned in. I can never say that word. T- tuned tuned into another episode of the greatest podcast in uh, Payne County by two Catholic priests, um, Father Kerry Wakulich. I'm here with my with my. I'm co-responsible. <laughs> if you listen to last week's episode I'm co-responsible Inside also, joke <laughs> I'm also co-responsible We are co-hosts Of Pastors of Pain So I'm um, the uh, pastor of the former church On the corner of Miller and Knobloch R.I.P. I know It's not knocked down yet But it's D. It's Ca- so hard To say goodbye To yesterday Oh my, my Let's let's save that for the episode of, of what to do this summer. Boys to men. That's this episode. That's this episode. We're going to talk about boys to men and maybe uh, maybe some <laughs> things we should do. Boys uh, to men is probably playing at some like random tiny casino. <laughs> uh, if you are a college student and you don't know who boys to men is, wow. we recommend a, an immediate stop the playing of this and go to YouTube. And look up boys to men. Any any recommendations if if they were to divert their attention? Uh, I believe the their original album was uh, was it like a, was it called? I believe it was called Motown Philly. Maybe. Oh, okay. Maybe Motown Philly back again. Ah, boys to men. Boys to men were great. <laughs> yeah, they were just, they, they, they were, were incredible. Yes, they were great. So okay, back into this. So um, still a whole episode so it, on boys yeah. to men. Well, I don't know, how do how do we get? Anyway, things to do this summer. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. Boys to Men, ABC, BBD, uh, East Coast Family. So uh, yeah, the uh, the deconsecration of St. John. Okay, so happened. talk us through this. There's uh, no such thing as a, apparently a deconsecration as no, Father John Branson. Yeah, yeah. But it's like the closing of your parish. So what is the deal? All right, so I mean, we've talked about this numerous times, but so, so St. John's, St. John's is still a parish. It's still a parish. You're just a parish without a building. Where, so the, the church, the ground has all been consecrated to St. John the Evangelist. Yep. So it's still St. John the Evangelist. A- and we just decon air quotes, so the building, Right. So if somebody, on, as they're listening to this, mid-May. What, what day this is there? This there is like the 10th? May 16th. Or, oh, May yeah. 16th. So when you go, if you if I showed up at St. John's, you're the, it's closed. I mean, the building. It's it's. It's yeah. empty. It's empty. It's empty. It emptied the first of May, and all of the uh, your like the stuff. I mean, so there's like you know, the, if where, you where's it, the couch? Where's it, the couch? The couches are all over at our campus ministry house, which is the old youth house for Saint okay. Francis Xavier. Okay, over on uh, uh, the couches. Hester. The couches yep. are over at Old Saint Francis Xavier in the offices. Yeah, the couches yep. are. Not in Old St. Francis Xavier Church because we don't put couches in the so church. So what but about, uh, so then like let's talk about the church itself, the sanctuary, uh, the altar. Gone. 
Gone. Baptismal font. Gone. gone. Where? Gone. Where? Uh, gone. Pews. Gone. I'm worried. Where did they go? They um they went to this little bitty town on the Arkansas border to a little parish named San Juan Diego, Saint John Diego, Saint John, Saint John James, Saint John James. Yeah, yeah the Sons yeah. of Thunder, the Sons yeah. of the uh, the Thunder Parish, and Stillwell, Oklahoma, former pastor of Saint John, Father Stuart Crevcore, gave yeah. them a lovely beautiful, home. Beautiful. I think this is beautiful. One of the beautiful things about being Catholic is that we're in this together. Um, we are individual parishes, uh, but we are part of something larger than ourselves, which is a diocese, the Diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma, and we are part of the larger Catholic Church. So when the word went out that St. John's was building a brand new church, then there were started to be inquiries of, hey, uh, what are you doing with this? What and you, this what's, where's your altar going? And so in this case, um, St. John's is building because the existing structure is too small. Um, but then on the other side of the state, I mean, on the east side, uh, kind of on the Arkansas border, there's a little town called Stillwell, which is a mission church of St. Bridget, Bridget in Tahlequah, which is where Father Stewart is, formerly of St. John's. And they have an influx of people. Uh-huh. And, and they need they a need church to build a new church, and they have a dilapidated storefront building, and they're building. And a so church. they've, yeah, they've been kind of this missionary sort of. Anyway, and now they are going to get really beautiful, yes, things they they would not be able to afford. It's a it's a maybe one hundred fifty thousand dollars yeah in material. So they would not be able, to, Stillwell would not be able to afford the kind of the quality because they're a new they're a new parish, Correct. and and it's largely kind of migrant. I don't know all the ins and outs, yeah. but kind of migrant farmers. Who you know are working chicken plants by, live, right, live on the right. Arkansas Oklahoma border, so they're able to benefit from the generosity of past and you know past and present parishioners of St. John's to be able to have this stuff. Okay, that's very cool. So now let me ask you this: I am an OSU student, uh, and I'm going to be here this summer. Maybe I'm taking classes. I got an internship. Mm-hmm. I'm a mm-hmm. I'm an student athlete. Um, uh, what do I do? Uh, CatholicPokes.com, the oh. website. Uh, you can find all the info on there. And then for Sunday Mass, Sunday weekdays, we're going to be using, uh, did you know this? Were you aware of this? New St. Francis Xavier? Yes. Hey, by the way, do you have that contract to me New yet? Church. <laughs> I really do. I, I, yeah, I got you. You sent it. You sent it. I'm, we were we were we were joking about this for months. Like, hey, can we get this contract? Can you? He's like, I got to update it with the lawyers. So I'm still asking him, even after he yes. signed it and sent it over. Yes. Uh, so the so we're gonna be hanging out at your place using your volleyball. The new church. Yeah, the new yep. St. Francis Country Club Road. And then in August, we're gonna make the move to Old St. Francis, which we're 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 like identifying with this phrase: St. John is renting. Old St. Francis from New St. Francis. So just so like St. John Campus Ministry at Old St. Francis. St. John Campus Ministry at New St. Francis. So like you, there's things that you won't have going on. They're not on your calendar because they're on our calendar because we're renting the space from you. Yeah. So you're, yeah, that'll be, we just, we ask for everyone's uh, patience and diligence in, you've got to be specific. Mm-hmm. For this next year and a half, uh, of like when you're having an event, you just you have to be very specific of where are we going to Sixth and Duck, you know the old the with the West on West Street, or are we coming? To, are you going to Country Club? And we just say old and new, right? And it just like boom, yep. boom. Yep. Everybody knows where New St. Francis yep. is. 
So we just sort of use those clarifying points. So you like this summer, there's a Catholic folks group me that's going out and like all the events. So we have things planned a Monday through Sunday for college students. Clay for when in doubt, go to catholicpokes.com. Or uh, yeah, and then it's got my telephone number on there, so you uh, just call me and be like, in "Hey, in the middle of the night, in the middle of the night." I prefer like two thirty-five a.m. Loves he loves the uh, oh yeah. yeah he loves to be awakened while he's sleeping. <laughs> okay, so the other piece of of life is like COVID, and coming out of the global pandemic, which I mean is not is over. by no means over. I mean, you look at we just had actually a parishioner. Uh, we have a lot of international, I mean, families uh-huh. from other countries, you know, who are here for professors and grad students and lots of other reasons. And they, their mother died in India of COVID. Yeah, um, it was at one point it was India, like four thousand people India, a day. It's brutal, just brutal. So it's not, it's not over. But at the same time, here in the United States, with our vast resources um, and being a you know first world country that has our stuff together for the most part the vaccines have been you know gone out a lot of people we've both been vaccinated a lot of people um and so things are definitely opening up right in oklahoma so we want to encourage you to have a productive and beautiful prayerful summer oh is this oh we're back to this so let's talk about the summer oh well, we're back what, what should people boys should to people men do? abc so, bbd so a boys to me, men i'm gonna give you i'm just gonna give you the breakdown and then father Kerry has lots of things to tell you about what you should do this summer, places to go, mm-hmm. cool and interesting things to see. So let me just give you the breakdown of the summer at St. Francis Xavier. Okay, Are you go. ready for this? I am. So we have all the regular mass schedule, as usual, daily mass, Sunday mass, all good. Come. Um, one thing we're adding it's is co- a college students, the, Saturday, us <laughs> a Saturday morning, 9 a.m. mass. Victory! Every Saturday, every Saturday, except Holy Saturday. Uh, every Saturday, 9 a.m. So that's uh, that's nice for people, just for people to be able to come for a daily mass. By the way, I, I mentioned this to my people last week. Saturday morning mass does not count as Sunday mass. So don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Okay. The other thing I'm doing this summer is I'm teaching. Uh, we're we're coming back to it. We didn't do it last summer, but I'm doing uh, what is called a walk through the catechism with Father O'Brien. Oh, you did that a couple of summers ago. It was really uh-huh. great. Uh, so this summer we're doing part three of the catechism on the moral life, the Ten Commandments, and literally this is I mean, this is what's fun about it. We're going through the catechism paragraph by paragraph. So we're doing it every Saturday of the summer for an, from nine forty-five until eleven o'clock. Uh, what day again? Saturday. So you come to nine a.m. mass, and then stay, and we'll have a little breakfast. And come for class. I may be there. Bring your catechism. It's going to be fun. And we'll also record it so it'll be available audio-wise. We're not live streaming it. But anyway, that's going on. So then we have lots of things for the kids. We have Vacation Bible School. Oh, yeah. uh, Which is June 28th to July 1st. We have our youth mission trip. Uh, They're going to uh, Mount Bayou, Mississippi, June 6th through the 11th. We have the Steubenville Conference for our teenagers. So this is for high school students, 9th through, 9th through 12th. That's July 9th through 11th. We have Camp Xavier, which is like our week-long, it's almost like a parish mission just for teenagers. So we're, a lot of, we're investing heavily in the young people. Um, that's going to be July 18th through the 22nd. That's all in the evenings, adoration, confession, and teaching. Okay. Um, then we have Xavier Family Nights, which we're doing the first one is May 23rd. Then we have one in July. We have one in August. And this is actually really cool. We came up with this. So it's it's a Sunday night, 
You come at 5 o'clock, we have dinner, and then we break up into groups. And we have four different groups. We have English-speaking adults, Spanish-speaking adults, teenagers, and kids. And there's one topic, and each of the breakouts will be a talk on that subject for that particular age group. So the first one in May, which is next week, we're talking about uh, the creed, like what we profess. So there's going to be a talk for adults, English-Spanish, talk for teens, talk for kids. Then the one in July is about the sacraments. How do we live out the, you know, living the sacraments? How does God give us life? Same thing, four different groups. And then the one in August we're calling Male and Female, He Created Them. And it's about human sexuality. And the church's beautiful teaching on the human body and sexuality. But again, a talk for adults in English-Spanish, and a talk for teens, and a talk for kids. All age-appropriate. Wow. And then we have adoration, of course, Wednesday, Thursday, confessions. So if you said, hmm, I think this is a summer I'm going to take my faith, um, and I'm just going to put it in my pocket for a couple months and rest. Said no I one. Got an- I got another thing. You got another thing coming. You got another thing coming. Dun, dun, dun. So anyway, that's what we're doing this summer. Okay. Wow. That and is we have a- seminarians. We'll get, we'll get them on the show. Okay. Yeah. Of which, so that'll be I'll, fun. I want I want to say Robert Williams, Joey Griggs, shout out Bishop Kelly Seminarians. They both went to Bishop Kelly. That yes. is very interesting. Yeah, I've known I've known them both for, I mean, a long a long time. I've known Joey Griggs since he was like five. Yeah, uh, Robert That's Williams. Hilarious. Yeah, when I, he was Robert like t- since he was mid- middle school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's what's going on. At St. John's, that's what's going on at St. Francis Xavier. But then let's talk larger than that for our second half of our show. Mm. What should people do? Things are opening up. Correct. So how if, if one wanted to take like a little, maybe a little Catholic road trip? Yeah, we, we're doing one this summer, uh, kind of in the midst of it right now, the, uh, the pilgrimage to St. Joseph's. Uh, church in St. Louis and the new cathedral in St. Louis, Ooh. the city of St. Louis pilgrimage. You're taking students? Taking students. And then we're going up uh, to Milwaukee and doing the old Polish Basilica and doing some of the historical Native American sites in there. And then going up to uh, Our Lady's Shrine in north of Green Bay, Our Lady uh, uh, of Good Help. You're going all the way there? Yeah. And then we're going over to La Crosse what? to the Shrine of Our Lady Guadalupe in La Crosse. And we're doing all sort of Native American and some battlefield, Civil War battlefields on the way. Uh, Mount, I think it's called Mount Pleasant outside uh, in Missouri. And then we're, there's a shrine in the middle of nowhere, Iowa. It's called the like the Grotto. Uh, the middle of nowhere, Iowa. Yeah, it's Tell called the it's called the Grotto, and we haven't been there yet. But we'll, uh, um, I've never been there, and it's like Dubuque somewhere, South No Sioux City. Oh, you should talk to my friend, Father Bob Gross, who's a priest of Dubuque. Oh. He can tell you things. Maybe it's the Diocese of Sioux City. Is that a diocese? Uh, Sioux City is a diocese. Okay, it's the Diocese of Davenport Sioux City. Davenport is also a diocese. Whoa, there's a lot of dioceses up there. Dubuque. Yeah, they probably need to consolidate. There's a lot of dioceses <laughs> up there. It's and not, then we're coming down to the deal. World War I um, Museum in, in Kansas City. What? Unfortunately, I just found out that the art museum in Kansas City is closed on like Mondays and Tuesdays. Huh? Who does that? Anywho, apparently they don't have any business. You. And then we're going to uh, Father 
uh, Emil Capon. Some would say Capon. Capon. Oh, uh, Shrine in Pilsen. Pilsen, Kansas. Yeah, yeah, Pilsen, Kansas, then coming back. So we're making this big loop with college students and doing a really sweet How does road one trip. sign up for said trip? Uh, well, it's already signed up. We've been having pilgrimage classes every Sunday night. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is a done deal. Yeah, there's uh, 12. So if you're new on this, then go away. But we do a pilgrimage every year. Next summer, we're doing we're doing one through Poland. We're starting in Zakopane and we're going to, to, to Gdańsk. But in the United States, there's some really cool places to go on pilgrimage. You, you can, you know, we're making a sort of uh, American like history. Yeah, it's sort of like ca- half Catholic stuff, half history. Yeah, our, our one to Belgium was called the Basilicas, Breweries, and Battlefields. Historical monasteries that are breweries. That's hilarious. Um, basilicas, where you find like, you find basilicas in small little towns all over the place. And battlefields. So we try to bring these three historical things together that have, um, you know, the church has been around in the midst of them and, and lived through some wars. Uh, you know, it's uh, the Trappist true, Monastery true. in Gethsemane. The Trappist Monastery in Gethsemane. Kentucky. Served, yeah, it yep. served both for a hospital for the north and for the southern soldiers. They did not discriminate against people. They took people in and they cared for the wounded. So really cool, like the church has been in the midst. Like a really great place to go to is Bardstown, Kentucky, which every, every diocese. I went to seminary very near there. Yeah, it was St. Minor, right? Yeah. Okay, so th- the Western United States was always known as the Diocese of Bardstown until sort of the- Isn't that the, hilarious? Yeah. Now no one's ever heard of no it. No one's ever heard of Bardstown, Kentucky. There's all these really awesome places and shrines to visit and, and battlefields to go and learn. Like um, I- while you were t- talking about what you guys were doing this summer, I was looking up uh, the um, Mound Bayou, Mississippi, oh, and yeah. just seeing seeing what it was. And yeah, the, there's a lot of history there. There's a lot of cool history. Yeah, w- the populations are plummeting in some of these small towns, so it's really go- fantastic to go see them. I, and i i would I would en- I would encourage you all to get out and like people did last year. Some people rented pop up trailers and little campers. And went and visited the national parks and sort of like quarantined on the road as a family, but now now that things are opening up, went camping. Yeah, went camping is to is to get out as a family and and share life together. As Jim Gaffigan says, yeah, everybody camped until they invented the house. <laughs> His whole thing on the I had the phrase "happy camper." Yeah, he yeah. is not a happy camper. Was never. He said you, the phrase "happy camper" is always used to describe someone who's not happy. Why don't they just call him a camper? <laughs> it's a. There's, there's some great opportunities to, to go out. To, uh, yeah, be outside. And if you're yeah, and if you're freaked out, if COVID is still, uh, you know, a thing, then I mean, I think what we're learning now, I mean, what we've seen from the CDC and all that is like being outside. I think we've kind of known that, but now we're now there's like. You know, being outside is better than being inside. Correct. Yep. Being being with some people that are really good friends and you know have either, you know, either A have been vaccinated, B have had COVID, or C you've been around them so much that, you know, it's like Yeah. Okay, we we, we know that we're gonna yeah, get I it all together. That's what we're that I mean, really what what we have seen, I think we've both seen in our parishes, I mean I think we've both experienced personally was like we miss being around people and like the the idea of kind of spontaneous gathering. So just as an example, we've been having a little more, we've had a few more people over to our rectory. I mean, and during COVID, we did not have no 
anybody over. It was the, me, you, and Father Robert, and some seminarians. And at one point in time, we had like 35 people over at... Oh, we, we probably COVID. had we probably oh, had yeah. not, on one occasion I think we had ninety people over in our rectory <laughs> over like a four day period because yeah. it was like dinners yeah. and events and student events and, and it's and, why I mean this it kind of sad thing is we you know we built our we built this rectory to be an extension of our parishes not that you know don't just like come over <laughs> anytime hey but, um, <laughs> but but to be able to host events and you know so we've had to kind of thank you dinners you had your RCIA people over. You know, and, and, I, and the beautiful thing about it is we're able to use, like, the outside. But I think that's what people have been missing. They've spent a lot of time with their own families, unless you're in a hospital or a nursing home, and then you haven't seen anybody. It's terrible. But that's what people are missing. And so the idea of, like, doing things together, and again, and safe, safely following, you know, the, the best of the science that we have. Correct. But that's what people have been missing. And we're made, we were made for each other. We were made for each other. Yeah. And so the idea that we're, you know, that we're, yeah, anyway, that's, I, I think that's an important part of this summer to just not let this thing fly by, but really be really intentional about who you're spending time with and finding people maybe who have been lonely and isolated and your neighbors, um, having them over, Correct. again, safely, appropriately. So in addition to like going out and hanging out with people, uh, you uh, we mentioned last last uh, month or sorry last week about the role of the laity, the the common people uh, of how they can get involved and how they're what was the word co co responsible that was from Pope Benedict the sixteenth yep co responsible for the parish. This is a great opportunity for you to set an appointment with your pastor also and say hey, I want to help out. I, and, and, you know, I think one of the things that uh, priests uh, of a sort of a, a of an older mentality, just like we've talked about the lady, they think, oh, I have to do this. But then, you know, what I found is like, why doesn't father do more? Well, it's like father has to do that. And so he thinks that's the weight on his shoulders. But if you want to like come to him and say, hey, I want to start a men's Bible study. I want to start a women's Bible study. I want to I want to help out at the parish. I want to rebuild our Knights of Columbus. I, I want to, you know, have more social events with these people. I want to do these things in people's homes and do small communities. This is also an opportunity for you to sit down with your pastor and say, hey, I have these skills and talents yep. that make me a very holy, saintly, uh, awesome huh. person. Now, just like uh, the movie Taken, I have a set of skills that make <laughs> me a very dangerous man. Which I saw for the first time. I finally saw it. Oh, really? Yeah. Taken. Don't watch it if you're sending your kids to Europe, by the way. Anyway, so this is an opportunity during the summertime to sit down with your pastor and say, hey, I, we, I would like to help you all. Uh, you out, you and your associate out. Um, do you guys need a? Do you need food? Do you need help with marriage preparation? Do you need help with evangelization? Do you need help in, in cleaning and, and, and ushering? Uh, you know, of putting those things together. How can we? No how doubt. can I help you evangelize this place? Yep. Because we heard the role of the laity in Lumen Gentium. Uh, a a third thing that I think would be incredible to do, which I'm doing with my staff this year, but you're also. It sounds like you've been doing all year long with your with your staff is is uh, continued education. Uh-huh. It's continued education. So the Augustine Institute has these like one-off classes that you can take. And I, I find that Catholics or even Christian people are like, well, yeah, you know, I, I know, I know so much about my faith. Now, now the line is theology is faith seeking understanding. Yep. And the word in there is seek. Yep. 
<laughs> that faith seeks something more. It seeks to understand more. Yeah, and so, it can't just be knowledge. Right. So I mean, you can be an atheist and know a lot about the church. Oh, I know a lot of atheists yeah. that know a lot about the church. Mm-hmm. They were they were called my classmates from high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, but also they know zilch about the church. They have accumulated they facts. They yeah, yeah, exactly. They have accumulated some sort of information. Uh, I I'm I'm rereading again. I kind of always reread it. The Soul of the Apostolate, uh, which is for the priests and the laity, yep. because he talks about like building these like crack troops and these soldiers and these people who are going to go out and evangelize, uh, and what it has to this hum, harmonizing has to take place is a life of contemplation, a life of prayer, and the intellectual life woven together. So this is also a great opportunity to go on the Augustine Institute. Uh, the Thomistic Institute has these YouTube videos, and you think like, oh, the church isn't very smart. This is the best and the brightest of the church has. Like, Seriously, go to the, the St. Paul the Tom- Center, the Thomistic Institute, T H O M I S T I C. Yeah, Thomistic. Yeah, exactly. um, on YouTube and w- watch their video. These guys, these Dominicans, are oh gosh, I they like run circles around me, and I love. That's why I love listening to them. I, mean, I am like legit, intellectually challenged by them. Mm-hmm. Like they 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 use words. I mean, I like you know. I feel like I know some words. <laughs> Almost every time I listen to them, I'm looking. I'm looking something up, which is good. That's good for you. you know? Exactly. It, I'm looking something up, and it's and it's taking me down in some area of theology that I just don't really know a lot about. I'm very limited. I'm a, I'm oh, I'm only one person. So anyway, there's yeah, great stuff. So I would I would encourage you to carve out some time. The St. Paul Center with uh, Dr. Scott Hahn, who is one of the most brilliant. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, if you want to read a really excellent book, um, Sister Prudence Allen, I'm Ooh. diving I'm diving into this. That's I bought it for name. someone, and it's called New Feminism. And it's, it's, it's a historical understanding of what feminism is like. And so I encourage you, uh, Sister Prudence Allen, uh, she got this book. She's a philosopher. She taught me in seminary. Brilliant. Uh, you can you can do do some reading on that. Also, it's really good maybe to pull up the lives of the saints this year. There's, but, there's a book called Butler's Lives of the Saints, and you can read a saint every day. Just You can buy it by the month. There's an older volume that's a lot better than the newer volume. The newer volume sort of abridged things. Uh, so yeah, the old yeah. There was a there was a weird one, and I picked it up one time. I was like, what? It wasn't Butler's Lives of the Fa- Saints. It had like some really cool saints and icons, and then it had like Gandhi, and I was like, wait a second. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Gandhi was a great man, but not not, not a, a, this yeah, book of not the a saints. Catholic saint. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. pass. Uh, and, and so if you if you're like, oh, I I can't read um, because I don't have time for that. Brant Petrie. On his book on the Eucharist, what's it called? It's called Jesus and the Jewish Roots of the Eucharist. And then he's got another book called Jesus and the uh, Mary and the Jewish Wait, Jesus Ma- and the Jewish Roots of Mary or something. So, like that. That. so Brant Petrie, intelligent, and he you can go to his website and pay a small amount of money, just like the St. Paul Center. You can they have a St. Paul Center last uh, during COVID had this series on the Eucharist. Fantastic! I watched it every day. And Clay and I talked about it, like we we discussed it. So set up some studying, because it, it it's a it's a fantastic opportunity to to intellectually grow to use that thing that's on your head, not just for a hat rack, as I was told by one of my my staff. Like I was like, that was pretty smart, and she said, this ain't just for a hat rack, father. 
And so it, it, using this noggin up here to, to seek, it says faith yeah. seeks understanding. And one cool thing, you know, be, would be to, to, you know, use the summer to almost like Lent, you know, but like a kind of a concentrated time on a topic, on a saint and not be so sort of all over the place, but like, okay, I'm going to concentrate on my prayer life. I'm going to concentrate on, you know, maybe St. Joseph. Here we are in the in the year of St. Joseph. I'm going to concentrate. I've always wanted to know more about the role of the lady in the church. Mm. I've always wanted to know more about Mother Teresa. Always, you know. Like the rosary. You can just, yeah. yes, the rosary. Just you know, like dive in on a particular topic. Um, don't let this summer pass you by. Right, so maybe even just like come up with a list of five things you want yep. to start on. Yep. And I wouldn't go more than I wouldn't go yep. more than three to five because you're gonna as soon as you pull up Father Mike Schmidt's Bible in a year or ah. one of his videos yeah, on Ascension, awesome. you're gonna like. I mean, episode one hundred of his Bible in a year, rock the cow's bar. I mean, oh. just yeah. Like I had students, former students, texting me and say, "You gotta listen to this." I was like, "I already listened to oh, it." Wow. Episode 100. Start there. Love it. Well, I know I'm going to do, wow. uh, I'm doing a little deep dive on St. Joseph. This is just personally. Oh, okay. And then on a pastoral, you know, we're always wanting to like improve my, I want to be a better priest. And oh, well, thank you. I've realized that my, uh, so I'm going to do a lot of, of work on my Spanish this oh, summer. Okay, I, mean, I, I speak Spanish, but I can speak Spanish better and I need to for the good of my people. Por la gente aquí en la ciudad de Stillwater. For the people. Si se puede. Si se puede. All right. Um, so that's what you should do this summer. Este verano, por favor. Live it, man. Lo haces. Um, okay. Viva. Have a great day. We love you. Pray for us. Please. Peace.